Welcome to the Relationship Visionary Podcast. In this podcast, I will question anything and everything you have ever learned about relationships. So if you have very traditional views on relationships and you want to keep them, now is the time for you to turn off. Hi everyone and welcome to the very first episode of the Relationship Visionary Podcast. I'm your host Martina Booth and I am really excited to finally be doing this because I have been thinking about doing this for roughly two years now and well there are always reasons not to do it or why you're not ready yet or why you should do just a little bit more research and I just decided that I was ready today. So here I am. So what is this podcast going to be about? The first episode before I start is going to be my reason why I'm doing this. The title already says it. It's the Relationship Visionary Podcast, and I consider myself a relationship visionary. <laughs> why is that? Because I have a way of thinking about relationships, doing relationships that is very different from most, from what most people do, I would think. And I also believe that this is why I have an extremely amazing relationship. And I don't really see many relationships like the way I, like the one that I have in my surroundings. And I think that there is a reason for that. So I think we need a new concept of relationships. I really do think that, like, I see so many people suffering because of the current relationship concept that they have, uh, which is in most cases a monogamous one. But I don't even want to just limit it to how open they are. Like, I don't want to just say, okay, uh, monogamy is bad and we need to um, get an, to an open relationship model, even though I think that that's going to be so much more fulfilling, let's say. But I also want to in include other, other concepts or other beliefs that we have about relationships that are not that have nothing to do with the whether it's monogamous or non-monogamous that also lead to unhappiness i see so many people that are disconnected frustrated and unhappy in their relationships and i should say that the reason why i also see a lot of people in unhappy relationships or I also know a little bit of why they're unhappy and what's exactly going on behind the curtains let's say is because I'm a life coach I'm a, I'm a certified life coach but I am specialized on relationships and even more narrowing in on the topic of jealousy so that's really my my main subject that I work with and when I talk to my clients I see all the reasons why relationships are often failing and sometimes they're not failing but they're just leaving people as I said frustrated and unhappy and disconnected so that got me to the conclusion to come to the conclusion which I actually know though that's not correct I already knew that there was something wrong with the current uh, current concept of relationships that we are most of us are practicing but yeah talking to my clients and seeing how they're struggling has even made that clearer for me now, I don't want this, this podcast to be just professional advice. I mean, I will be um, here in my function as a coach. I will give some professional advice. I will also sometimes talk about a certain topic and look at it from the coaching perspective. I'm also currently in certification to become an embodied processing practitioner, which is a trauma healing profession. 
it's an amazing method really if you have any type of trauma from your past then I would recommend everyone do that um, and, and instead of going to talk to therapy or whatever but yeah that's a different topic so my professional advice will be based on my life coaching knowledge on a lot of like research neuroscience psychology that I have personally studied books that I've read and the embodied processing practitioner training that I'm going through now but I also want to have discussions I may bring on other people who may or may not be professionals in the field and maybe they just have some experience and want to share and I will also sometimes talk about my own experience because that's where I get most of my insight from by looking at my own brain at my own relationship looking at what works what doesn't work and figuring out why things don't work and what is actually going on in the background so as i said i will talk about difficulties um, with traditional monogamy and shine light on certain aspects of it that are just super difficult to solve and at the end of this episode i will give some i, I will give two examples for that but I don't, I want to make it clear that this is not, this podcast is not supposed to be an attempt for me to convert anyone. I don't care what kind of relationship you live, but I want you to understand what's going on and what the, what, what the mechanisms are that are playing out and why you're having trouble. So this podcast is really for people who are monogamous and who want to stay monogamous, as well as for people who are in any type of open relationship scenario. I may also actually talk about certain open concepts that we have that there are now because I also think that those have similar problems actually that monogamy has in certain ways but that will be in later episodes so if you're interested in that just say stay tuned and watch out for the episode where I talk about other relationship concepts like polyamory for example what else what else did I have to tell you in the first episode before I come to my two example cases that to me are nice a nice uh, way of showing why I'm actually doing this and why this is so important. Yeah, I had a couple of topics in mind that I wanted to, like I wanted to give you some, some ideas of what this is going to be about. So um, as I just said, yeah, the concept, the relationship concept and the problem with problems with it, but also I was thinking about like, you could have a monogamous concept that could actually work. And I want to talk about that. I want to definitely make an episode about how you could be monogamous and make it still, still make it work which basically kind of has uh, a lot to do with the way you define monogamy. And then I also want to talk about difficulties that you could have if you choose to be non-monogamous, for example. That's uh, what I do in my, in my daily practice. Um, as I said, I work with people who are jealous a lot and a lot of my clients are actually non-monogamous. So I'm going to talk a lot about what the difficulties that you could have if you do decide to change to a more open relationship concept and how you can overcome those, manage those. Then I will also talk about the, the basic concepts like what, what is jealousy and like where does it come from, how to deal with that. So I'm definitely going to make an episode about jealousy because that's literally my, my topic of interest that I spend most time thinking about. Yeah, and I might also talk about infidelity, um, actually involved in working with a, with a German uh, relationship coach who helps people get over infidelity, and I'm, I'm doing some coaching work for her, so there's also a lot of, I get a lot of insight from, from that too, from that, 
from that specific situation where people are trying to overcome infidelity. And actually, I do have one of the examples that I'm going to give you now are from that from that group. Yeah, and then, um, as I said, it's not only going to be about monogamy, non-monogamy. It's also going to be about other issues in relationships that I think need some changing and think in the way we approach it is, for example, communication and um, manage, like taking responsibility for our, our own feelings and thoughts and stuff. That doesn't only apply to non-monogamy or monogamy. It applies to literally any, any type of relationship, even, even non-romantic relationships. Yeah, so let me get to my two stories that I really want to share with you so that you understand why I think this is so important that we get a new thinking and understanding about relationships. So the first one is from a friend of mine who reached out to me because he knows that I am professionally working with people in relationship with relationship issues and he knows I'm um, I'm open to non-monogamy and um, ideal. I work a lot with jealousy. So he has a girlfriend who is very insecure and yeah, doubts herself a lot in her lovability and, and, and so on. But um, so the reason why he talked to me was more because so she doesn't want to have sex with him because she had some traumatic experience in the past, which I don't want to discuss in detail, but she, most of the time she feels pressured when it's about sex and yeah. And so she, often she doesn't want to have sex and it's like a huge, become a huge issue where they don't have sex as often as he would like. And it's becoming frustrating for him. So he, he really does love her and he is very respecting actually um, a lot of people might not be that respecting and there I've heard of a lot of, a lot of people having fights over not having enough sex or the other one would not wanting as much sex as they do and so this friend this person is actually super respecting and understanding and giving a lot of space and this has been an issue for many months and um, maybe even years and they have tried different things he is very open to not having sex that often or um, doing different doing, doing it in different ways or um, trying new things that maybe she would like and trying slow sex for example but the problem is that she feels the pressure anyway so it no matter what they do she feels pressure and some and she just basically for her it's just a a, a problem and she just doesn't want to have sex that much um, maybe sometimes she doesn't want to have it at all and there's zero passion involved because for her it's just a hard topic and I understand I can actually relate because I have been in her position I have had that kind of trauma that she has where you feel like you constantly have to cross your boundaries and you need you just somehow have to do it because otherwise you're going to get left so I do understand that where she's coming from. So it's really a problem and it's not something she can just fix by saying, oh, let's uh, explore something with sex toys or watch some porn together because it's not an, an issue of her just being uninterested or something. It's really a, a trauma, trauma related issue. So, so he's understanding. Um, but the problem is that he is also starting to get frustrated because he has this 
need or like he wants to have sex and it's a normal it's a it's a normal need i think most people would agree with me that it is a human um normal human need um i don't like the word need i might try and find a replacement for that because it seems like this almost like a like like the person is uh, dependent but i mean they humans have this feeling this they get this um yeah, this feeling that they want to have sex and that's normal so he is open to opening the relationship and he was actually open to that from the beginning of the relationship like even before the problem with the sex started but she's not another thing is that it's come to a point where he's actually thinking about leaving her because he doesn't want to live his life without sex and he's starting to question the relationship and if there's ever going to be a solution to this so he did suggest to her to open the relationship so that he could sometimes also have sex and that he could stay with her and love her and support her and be there with her but also have a sexual life which is absolutely his right right and so what happened is that she was really hurt and she was really upset because he even just because he even suggested that and like now she's feeling like she's not enough which let's be honest like at this point it's true that she is not enough for him if you say that she being enough means that she's fulfilling all his needs which is one of the things that i want to discuss that has nothing to do with it doesn't have to have anything to do with non-monogamy and monogamy this thinking that i'm only enough if i can be if my if my if my partner doesn't need anything else in life but me which is absolute bullshit but she was very hurt and she's like oh it means that i'm not enough for you and well yeah um yes you are not enough if you want to see, look at it that way that he has something he wants to have sex in his life and you are not willing to have sex with him and now he has right to have sex life but of course if she has a trauma response right you don't want to like make her i don't know have sex against her will which is almost like raping so what happens in a situation like that in a monogamous culture is that usually the one who has the lower need the lower um sex drive is the one who is just going to okay i mean she is going to decide how much sex they will get they will have and he's going to be eternally frustrated because he's not doing what he wants to be doing and actually also one reason she gave why they shouldn't open their relationship is that she said because she doesn't have that need so it only makes sense to open a relationship according to her if both have the need to have sex outside of the relationship and i totally disagree i think it can be a very good idea to open a relationship if one has a significantly higher sex drive than the other one yeah but so what happens in a case like that is that he the one with the lower sex drive decides how much sex they're going to have and i can tell you what that's going to lead to it's going to lead to him leaving and then she would feel even worse like she wasn't enough and nobody wins and so this is the first like the first story or like case study or something like that i wanted to tell here in the podcast because i wanted to explain why i think that we need to change our views um, on relationships because this is frustrating people come to me like he comes to me to ask for for support and there's nothing i can tell him because in his current relationship model there's no solution to his problem and i really think that we need to change our mindset around that and yeah well of course we can say well then maybe they just have to not be together and it's fine uh, and she needs to find someone who doesn't want to have sex either but it's frustrating to me when i see two people who love each other and who want to be together and who everything else in their life works perfectly and they have this amazing 
like they have so much in common and they have and they live in the same house and everything else like everything except for that really works well for them and they're really happy together so why on earth would they have to break up over something like that i don't know i don't get it and i don't agree that they should have to break up yeah so the second example is that is actually from the um, the group with the, the people who are recovering from infidelity and there's a woman who is asking a question she has decided she wants to stay with her husband she loves her husband and she doesn't want to end the relationship so it's very important to understand but now there was an incident where he says he had only sexted with another woman like over text and the other woman though says that they had sex so the question is who to believe right so that's really um messing with her head and she she's like totally um hung up on that and she can't get over it and she's like i can't trust him anymore i don't know what if he lied and the thing is that yeah we don't know maybe he maybe he lied maybe she lied who knows the first problem here is that she already told him I want you to tell me what happened, but also if you did actually sleep with her, I'm going to leave you. So this is a situation in which he absolutely doesn't feel safe to say the truth if he actually did have something with the other woman. Okay, so we are always, and this happens so much with people who got cheated on, it's always like, the worst thing is the lies, but then they're always complaining about the lies, but how is this person not going to lie? Like, let's say this man loves her, loves his wife and he, well, ha, he, he did something, he made a mistake and now his wife tells him i want you to tell me the truth but also if you did that then um, i'm leaving but he doesn't want her to leave so his only option in this case is to actually lie and hope that she doesn't find out the truth right i mean if you put yourself in his in his shoes why on earth would he say the truth in that situation right so that but we don't know i mean maybe he's saying the truth maybe he didn't sleep with her nobody knows and there's no way of knowing so this woman is totally hung up on that she can't trust she loves him she wants to be with him but she also can't trust because now she doesn't know what is true and the thing is that um what she really wants is she wants for him to behave and for him to not have broken the rules that's that's what she really wants like she doesn't want him to tell the truth she wants him to have to not have done anything wrong and to me this is this is another one of those cases where like I don't I can't really help her because there's no way of knowing if he's lying or not unless there was any any like footage or something of the actual incident where they allegedly had sex then maybe there would be a proof that he actually cheated but there's no proof of the absence of infidelity that's just not a thing so this woman like she can't be at peace anymore because she can't live with him having uh, done that because she's monogamous and she, he's not supposed to do that but she also can't live with the possibility that he may have lied so there's a possibility here that she is that this and this is actually a very likely possibility that this relationship is going to fail even though he didn't cheat because she can't stand not knowing and to me this could be easily solved by developing some tolerance towards infidelity like what if she told him hey uh you can tell me anything you can talk about it i just want to know the truth let's say if she really needs to know the truth so then he would be so much more likely to say the truth right and they would increase their connection so much because there would be so much accept so much more acceptance towards him 
even with his flaws, right? With even with the the sides of him that he doesn't that she doesn't like, because that's one of the problems that we have in relationships that we don't really really know our partners because. Well, because we don't want to, right? We don't want to know that side of them. We want them to be perfect, to never ever look at someone else again, which is absolutely unrealistic because humans are designed to be attracted to other people all the time um, by nature. So we're naturally already shutting that part of our partners out. So there can't ever be real connection and relationship because at least that part both have to hide. So yeah, if, if they actually had some some tolerance and said, okay, um, something happened, let's talk about it, and I'm not going to leave you. Of course, that is if the relationship itself is good and, and both of them are happy in it, except for this incident that happened, then why not say, okay, you know what, it's fine. I just want to know. And then we can just see what happened, why you did it, what was in your head, what were your thoughts when you, when you did it. And um, this is not even for me to fix something in the relationship because people are also under the impression that if a relationship is great and nothing's missing in a relationship, then people would not cheat, which is also not true. And so that's not even why I'm saying like asking, talking about it, like understanding why they did it, more like to just get to know the other person and to to, to find out more about your partner and who they are and what their inner desires are and what their struggles are and what their, how they work, how they think, what motivates them, what makes them feel good, what makes them feel bad, you know, just to get to know the other person. But for that, we need to have that baseline willingness to accept them for who they are with all the stuff that they do or don't do that we like or don't like. And we don't have that acceptance. In most, most relationships don't have that. Most relationships function on the base of I'm willing to love you as long as you do everything the way I want you to. And to me, that's not real love. And that is not going to lead to a fulfilling relationship, at least not a long-term one that is able to last for 20, 50 years. So this is what I'm going to leave you with for today. I just wanted to talk about I just wanted to tell these two stories and I just wanted to give you a brief idea and introduction about what I'm going to what I'm intending to do in this podcast and um, yeah so the next episodes from now on will be more topic based I will have like a a clear like topic of the episode that you also see in the in the headline and you'll know what it's about and then I'm also going to stick to that more Okay, cool. So I'm really hoping for you to find that interesting. And I hope that you're going to listen to my upcoming episodes. I'm very sure that so many people will take something out of this that will make their life better, make their relationships more connected, that will make their lives easier, less stressful (laughs) also. Yeah. And I'm just excited and I'm curious also what's going to happen, how this is going to be. And if you like what I'm doing, And if you do want to give me some feedback or if you want to give me a topic idea or something that you want me to talk about, then you can always send me a message on Instagram if you want. And I am at at the jealousy coach, sorry. (laughs) On Instagram, it's also going to be in the show notes. So just message me there 
or message me on Facebook. I'm there, my name, Martina Booth, or also the Jealousy Coach. And you can also follow me there on Instagram or on my Facebook page. And please, what's the word? Follow, follow this podcast. Yeah, I hope that you um, stay tuned and I'll see you, talk to you in the next episode. Bye.